Hello, my witchy friends, and welcome to episode number 46 of the Comfy Cozy Witch podcast with me, Jenny Blonde, the Comfy Cozy Witch. Thank you for being here with me today because this is the first of a new little part of my podcast. I want to do a series on monthly magic. So this is going to be a comfy, cozy, witchy short podcast episode. I haven't decided if I'm going to label it as a bonus episode or not. It'll probably just be a a plain episode. Um, But I'm really excited. So in these comfy, cozy, witchy shorts, I'm going to share with you a little bit about the month ahead and magic of the month. And of course, we are now in the month of May, and perhaps you celebrated Beltane, Bieltana, May Day. Perhaps you didn't do that yet. But I just want to remind you that the Sabbaths are seasons. So with each turn of the wheel, we are celebrating a change in the season, we are celebrating a new season. So although there are specific Sabbaths on specific days, you can celebrate that Sabbath for a month to six, even seven, eight weeks. And yes, when we think about the solstices and the equinoxes, they do occur at a specific time on a specific day. But we can still celebrate the energy and the meaning behind those days through the upcoming seasons. And same with the cross-quarter celebrations as well. So how did you celebrate Beltane? Um, I know it was a little bit different here because my my smallest puppy was sick and she has been sick. But I feel like she's on the mend and this is the second time this year that she really has been unwell. But I think she is feeling a little bit better. So because of that, and also because it has been raining for literally the last five days, the Beltane celebration that I was going to attend this past Saturday was canceled, and they don't reschedule it. And unfortunately, that means there was no celebration this year. It doesn't mean, however, that I didn't celebrate on my own at home. So let's just do, let's talk quickly about Beltane. And I have a whole podcast episode that goes in depth about that Sabbath. If you want to revisit that, I'm not sure what number episode that was, but you can find it if you scroll through. And Beltane is it's definitely becoming one of my favorites of the year, especially when I am looking so forward to spring and seeing the greens and yellows and pinks of the grass and the trees and the flowers in bloom after just a long winter. And, you know, typically when I think of the festivals that we celebrate throughout the wheel of the year, Um, Beltane isn't always my favorite. And as I said, it is quickly becoming. And this Sabbath begins at moonrise on May Eve. So that's April 30th, um, Walpurgis Eve or night as well. And it celebrates the turning out of livestock into the pastures when we're looking at it traditionally. And the cattle were driven through fires to protect them from ills, to protect them from livestock getting sick 
And, you know, obviously this was a dangerous, a dangerous ritual, but it was done. And many people still will jump over the flames, jump over a fire, jump over a bonfire, jump over a candle. People sell do this in many different ways just for protection and to welcome in the new season. And because of that, fires are still a very strong symbol of this Sabbath. And you will see a lot of bonfires during this celebration. And they're lit also because this symbolizes the sun gaining its strength because the sun now is ever growing. Every single day, we're seeing more sun. Um, Where I live, at least the days are starting to get longer. It is becoming warmer, even though this morning it's a chilly 45 degrees and the wind is blowing. But it's still, it's fine. Um, English villages and communities all around the world even raise the maypole to celebrate this festival as well. And that is oftentimes a focal point of the day. We see the maypole and the maypole does also represent God and goddess, the feminine and the masculine. And, you know, people will come out to dance around the maypole, to to spin ribbons around the maypole and decorate them with flowers to weave good luck into their lives for the rest of the year and for the upcoming season. And many people also choose to decorate themselves with flowers and garlands that are brought from the yard or even purchased to ensure good luck as well. I know I have my my flower crown that I wear every year um, that I made, oh my gosh, I made years ago, but it's not made out of real flowers. It's it's fake flowers and I keep it I keep it in my closet until this sabbath. So, though, you know, May Day festival, it's about passion as well, about the union of man and woman, about fertility and deep love and like I said passion, and we celebrate the union of God and goddess. So goddess and the green man coming together to create life and to bring life to the earth through the grass, through the flowers blooming, through the trees. And I just love, I love that. And fertility is all around us in nature as well, because we're seeing everything come to bloom. And so I just wanted to give you a little bit about about the Sabbath. It's a really popular Sabbath for hand fasting ceremonies, for people getting married, committing themselves to one another, because again, this is when um, the goddess and the green man consummate, they come together. Oh, and, and Reese, it wouldn't be an episode without Reese nudging my shoulder. <laughs> but some things that you can do to celebrate this season beyond just the days are getting out into nature, connecting with your land, going on walks, doing mindful meditative walks where you are noticing the birds and the animals. You are noticing bits of the world coming back to life. And also, this is a really great Sabbath if you want to work with the Fae or if you want to recognize the Fae. As we know, the veil is pretty thin at this time of year. And in the Southern Hemisphere, you know, they're they're experiencing Samhain where the veil is extremely thin too. And so this is a really great time of year 
to connect with the other world, but do it in a safe way. And again, I have past episodes all about that that you can listen to. This is just a comfy, cozy short, which I realize it might end up being a comfy, cozy long as I talk. So let's talk a little bit about May and some correspondences that are traditionally associated with May. And I'm getting a lot of these from Mandy Mitchell's Hedgewitch Book of Days. I love this book. It goes month by month. Um, So of course, the festivals associated with May are Beltane, May Day, symbols include the maypole, flowers, fire, I think of fairies and fairy imagery. Do you hear that? Reese is squeaking a toy in the background. Of course she is. She took one of River's toys, actually. And it's a little, it's a little rabbit <laughs> that she's playing with. Okay, so let's look at the moon for this month. So the moon of May is the flower moon. I mean, how appropriate is that? Flowers come into full bloom. Corn is ready to be planted. Other names include the grass moon, the milk moon, the hair moon, and the corn planting moon. Astrological signs, of course, Taurus, which goes from April 21st to May 20th, and then Gemini, which goes from May 21st to June 20th. The birthstones and stones associated with May are emerald and agate, nature spirits, Associated with May are tree fairies and land spirits, which makes so much sense. Again, uh, if you want to go back and listen to my episode all about the fae and the fair folk to learn more. Animals associated with this month are all cats, butterflies, which we probably could guess, and my favorite. You can probably say it aloud before I even say it. Foxes. (laughs) Um, Birds associated with May are the swallow, dove, and swift. I have been using the Merlin bird app. I posted about it. I know many of you have messaged me about it. The Merlin, M-E-R-L-I-N, bird app where it identifies the bird songs. And I will go outside most mornings, even when it's raining, and just hold my phone, open the app, hold my phone open, and or hold my phone up and it catches all of the various bird song in the area and it identifies the birds which is awesome trees associated with may are the hawthorn apple and elder some flowers are all tree blossoms as i look outside right now my flowering pear is budding i have my um cherry blossom tree out the left side of my yard is blossoming We see magnolias. They're starting to shed their blossoms where we live, but still the magnolia trees are just beautiful right now. Other flowers are foxglove and lilac. Those are flowers that are fairy friends like as well. Herbs associated with May would be St. John's wort, chamomile, flowering thyme, elderflower, and yarrow. Um, Some scents associated with this month are rose. My roses are starting to bud a little bit. Frankincense, honeysuckle, lilac, and jasmine. I love, oh, I love the smell of jasmine. Just a side note. (laughs) Colors are pink, apricot, and green, which makes so much sense. The goddess associated with May is Diana, and powers associated with May are love, fertility, passion, 
joy, the expressive energy of life's forces. And, you know, that's just a little bit about May and the correspondences that you find within this month. So we have the Sabbath at the beginning of the month. And again, a reminder to all of you, you can celebrate any of the Sabbaths during that season. And somebody had asked in my Patreon recently, you know, how long can you celebrate Beltane? And I, I had responded, many people have responded, you know, that season can go up until the next season begins. And so for me, I can tap into this energy of creativity, of passion, of fire, of inspiration through of Beltane through the entire month of May through into June until we even get to the summer solstice. And so a reminder, you don't, if you, if you miss a day celebrating, don't beat yourself up over it. Celebrate whenever you get around to it. Celebrate sometime later this month. Or if you're just not feeling it, maybe you don't celebrate at all. And that's okay. That's all right. So thank you. Thank you for listening. This was just a little comfy, cozy short. I hope that you liked it. Let me know. Email me. But something else that I wanted to ask of you before I I record my next episode is similar to something I asked of you back around Samhain. If you remember at Samhain, I asked for stories of interactions that you have had with um, spirits or ghosts. And we told kind of like ghost stories. If you remember, I had an episode and everybody really liked that. That was a lot of fun. I want to do something similar, but with the Fae folk. And I really would love to hear what stories, interactions, experiences you have with the Fae. With, if you want to talk about working with them, but I really want to hear your experiences with encountering them out in the wild and when you are least expecting and how they appeared to you and the sense that you got from them. Because there are so many differing uh, opinions, I guess, about what it's like to work with the Fae and people's interactions with them. And I was listening to a podcast just yesterday, and forgive me, I cannot remember the name of it, um, but they were talking about uh, the fairy, a fairy census that went out recently. And off the top of my head, why can't I remember his name? He sent out the fairy census where essentially people shared their stories. I know last time he did this, the, the, the person who did the census gathered, I think, five, almost 500 stories of people's encounters with the fair folk. And although I am not doing a big census, I just want stories. I want to hear interactions that you have had. So if you have a story, you want to share it with me with the potential of it being shared on the podcast, please email the story to comfycozywitch at gmail.com. Again, please email that to me. Don't send it to me through Instagram because it'll probably get lost because I do get a lot of messages. But if you email it to comfycozywitch at gmail.com, I should find it there. Or I will find it there. Um, and then possibly share your story on an upcoming episode. 
So thank you for listening. If you want to find a way to connect with me, you can find me through Comfy Cozy Witch on Instagram. I'm at comfycozywitch.com. That's my website. You can also find me um, through my Patreon, patreon.com slash comfycozywitch. And you can find extra goodies and printables and grimoire pages and rituals that I've created and send to followers there. So check that out if you would like as well. And until the next full length episode, everybody, stay comfy, cozy, and witchy.